In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. We will stand up, speak up, and show up for Jesus, even to the point of ridicule, persecution, and death. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. From Men in the Arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we salute you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. This is Equipping Men in 10. I'm Jim Ramos, and I'm here with my producer and co-host, Dale Culver. What's going on this morning, man? Just hanging out in the office, doing a podcast with my brother, who is not here. Well, uh, this is a COVID podcast. I'm pretty sure I've got COVID, so uh, that's pretty fun. <laughs> so I've been knocking out. Well, what was really fun is the day I got sick, I did 50 push-ups that day. And so the last uh-huh. two days, I've been making up for it. So I did 350 push-ups the last, well, I don't know, do the math. I need to make up 200 push-ups. So I've done 100 push-ups extra yesterday and 100 extra push-ups the day before so i'm finally caught wow. up but uh that's i was wondering struggle. if you were able to do those oh yeah that's the biggest struggle with COVID has been knocking out those push-ups and sticking to the challenge but hey i've been doing it things are good i feel good uh now my my son darby has a uh, covid and so uh we're planning on going duck hunting tomorrow and everybody in the duck blind has COVID. so uh, it looks like we will be able to go duck hunting after all. <laughs> so, as long as everybody has it. Oh good. man, that's that's called red. That's called redneck math, man. Redneck math. Anyway, hey, hey, no one needs man, to wear a mask. No one needs. Well, we wear them anyway. We're hunting in the duck blind. So, uh, you got a man work oh, for me go. today? Yeah, my man work today is mobilized, and I I love that because you know you're grabbing a group of people, you're um, rallying them around a goal. And you're uh, getting after it. And that's what our family's doing this weekend right now. Um, I'm in the process of mobilizing our family to head out in the RV and uh, go spend the weekend uh, getting after it. Relaxation, that is. And um, I, I love our organization where we take men and we help mobilize them around a common goal. Yeah, that's yeah, I, I agree 100 percent with that. And, and I'm going to explain that uh, in a few seconds here, because that is one of the key words in our mission and vision. And so I'm going to jump into that today. What I want to do guys today is I want to talk to you about men in the arena. I want to talk to you about what we believe and why, so that you understand who we are as an organization. You know, we have hundreds and hundreds of you guys following us daily and we just came back from our, our board planning weekend and it was very, very fruitful, but I just thought it would be wise for us to sit down and go, Hey guys, 
here's the organization you are following, and here's what we believe. First of all, as I've shared many, many times, we are unapologetically a nonprofit, faith-based, crowd, mostly crowd-funded organization. We rely on uh, speaking. Uh, we rely on book sales. We rely about 85% on donor support. And our underlying statement that would describe our organization is this. When a man gets it, everyone wins. That is kind of the rally cry for us. So we just think when a man gets it, when a man comes on board and starts becoming his best version in Christ and as a man, everything around him, his whole world changes. And so I want to lay out a couple key principles for you today, guys. And so this will help you to understand who we are. First of all, our vision our vision is what we see or we want to see in the future. It's what we believe God's preferred future picture is for our ministry's impact. Our vision is this, to see a growing army of men who are becoming their best version and changing their world. So that vision works hand in hand with our mission statement. So where our vision is a picture of what we want to see in the future, our mission is is what we do to actually see our vision become a reality. So it's basically the boots on the ground of our vision. And so here's our mission. Our mission is to inspire, equip, and mobilize, there's the word, Dale, men to transform their lives, the people they love, and the communities they impact. Let me read that again. Our mission is to inspire, equip, and mobilize men to transform their lives, the people they love, and the communities to impact. Now, here's what you need to realize. When we say when a man gets it, everyone wins. Everyone wins is defined as transform the people they love and the communities they impact. When we say a man in our vision statement changes his world, what we're saying is the world he changes is the people he loves and the communities he impacts. I hope, does that make sense, Dale? Was that articulated yeah. clear enough? Okay. So those three things, those that inspire, equip, and mobilize, those are the three ways that we strategize our ministry. Some people would call those strategic areas. Some people would call those uh, core competencies. We call those critical success factors. So we have three ways by which we measure the success of our organization, and we build all of our goals around those three things, inspire, equip, and mobilize. But what I really want to spend time talking to you about is these principles that undergird our organization. You know, what is our organization founded upon? What principles have we built it upon? And so you may have noticed within the vision statement, there were certain phrases that were not in there. And you may say, well, wait, why isn't that in there? Well, because those phrases that you think should have been in our mission or vision statement that weren't there we're not there because they there are purposes and principles that undergird our ministry. So let me explain. We have five core values that drive our organization. These core values are key foundational beliefs and principles that undergird everything we do at Man Arena. And if you ever see us do something beyond that, please let us know because that would be a breach of our core values. So first core value, and most importantly, is we are unapologetically Christ-centered. And here's what we have written down as a board. We unapologetically trust Jesus Christ to protect, grow, and bless men in the arena. We will stand up, speak up, and show up for Jesus, even to the point of ridicule, 
persecution and death. Scriptures that you can look at for this are Luke 1.37, 1 Corinthians 3, verse 7, 2 Timothy 3.12, and Hebrews 10.39. So we are Christ-centered, but but we believe as a, as a board of directors that it's not good enough to be Christ-centered because we've seen a lot of, quote, Christ-centered organizations go rogue. So this next core value is very, very important to us. Not only are we Christ-centered, but we are biblically based. That means this. We believe the Bible is the infallible word of God that provides moral absolutes. Everything we speak, write, or represent will be biblically accurate to the best of our abilities and interpretations of Scripture. You can look up Psalm 119 for that, the entire Psalm, actually. 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. Hebrews 4.12, 2 Peter 1.20. You know, Dale, I had a guy send me this document about a week ago, and it was this big, fat document. This guy's a multimillionaire entrepreneur, very, very smart. It was a massive document about his his opinions of faith versus these other worldly uh, mindsets. And I, I got about four things down, and I had to email him. I said, listen, you need to, if you want anybody who's a Christian to take this serious, you need to add Bible verses, you need to find terms, and what happened was this guy was trying to be Christ-centered, but he wasn't biblically based. And if it's not mm-hmm. biblically based, you start getting into these weird discussions. You know, Paul said in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 23, and actually all throughout 2 Timothy, to avoid worldly discussions. There, there's fruitless. And so if, if a guy is coming at me with some weird theological understanding that's not biblically based, I, I just don't want to hear it. And so there are a lot of things out there that are truth, but we live in a world that's all about my truth and not the truth. And so even though we want to be Christ-centered, we want to be Christ-centered by being biblically based. So that'll keep us centered. That'll keep us within our parameters. And so the third core value that we hold dearly to is strategic partnership. Those of you who listen to the podcast, uh, you know how much partnership means to us. It's incredibly valuable. We want to partner with like-minded kingdom-oriented people and organizations. So here's what we wrote down. We wrote down this. We believe in forming strategic partnerships with diverse, Christ-centered people and organizations around the world who will ultimately put Jesus on display. References there are Matthew 6.10, John 13, verses 34 and 35, 1 Corinthians 3, verses 2 through 7, and Philippians 1, verses 13 to 18. And I want to say this, that that, uh, we had an epiphany this last weekend when we came up with this word diverse, that does not mean, let me tell you what that does not mean. Diverse does not mean we are targeting people of different ethnicities to be on our podcast to be politically correct. That does not mean that. Diverse means we have a global responsibility to impact men. We have 126 nations represented on this podcast. And so we want to reach out to diverse cultures and people groups from around the world. So we've got a guy coming on our podcast uh, in, in a couple of weeks here from India. We've got another guy coming on, two guys coming on from Africa, one from Uganda. I think the other one's maybe in Rwanda. But what hit me with this statement, Dale, was that we have not been diverse enough to represent our audience. We need to reach out and interview men who are doing great things from God from all around the world. And so that is a real, we want to partner with these organizations that are doing phenomenal things. There's an organization I'm trying to get onto our podcast, and this guy does phenomenal stuff in Jerusalem, 
he's got a tremendous ministry. He's under tremendous persecution. And I'm hoping that we can get this guy on the show. And so that's what we mean by diverse. Um, the next thing we believe in, so we believe in, again, being Christ-centered. We're biblically based. We're strategic partnerships. And we believe in organizational integrity. In other words, we believe in impeccable organizational integrity. We'll be transparent in our financial dealings, ministry reporting, and verbal interactions. Job 27.5 is a great verse for that. Proverbs 10.9, Matthew 22.16, 1 Timothy 3, verses 1 through 6. You know, you and I experienced a massive breach in organizational integrity recently. We're trying to trademark men in the arena. And in doing so, we noticed we had a guy who was involved in our ministry who had trademarked his organization. He had the TM circled the whole nine yards. And I said, hey, Dale, why don't you go reach out to this guy and and, and ask how he, how he got trademarked, who he used. Well, the guy said, well, I'm not trademarked. I just put that on there because it looks it looks professional. And I thought to myself, that is a massive breach of integrity to say that you have trademarked something and you have not done it. And this ministry will not do that. So we we uh, we believe in organizational integrity. And that that means that we're going to be honest in reporting numbers, in reporting our finances, in reporting our impact. You know, when we say that our Facebook forum has had men in it from 105 nations, we can prove that. We can prove that we had men from 126 nations download the podcast last year. We can prove these things. So what we say, we stand by. We believe uh, in being uh, integrous with our reporting. And the last core value of organization is we believe in being morally pure. In other words, we believe in living a life that glorifies Jesus, guards those we love, and protects the organization. Uh, Proverbs 5, verses 18 and 20. Uh, Acts chapter 1, verse 8. First uh, Timothy 3, verses 1 through 6. And 2 Timothy 2, 22. And Hebrews 13, 4. Among many, many others. You know, a couple things. You know, I, I just got off the phone with a guy who's a church leader. And he's really struggling because one of the guys in the band is living with his girlfriend. And this guy's struggling with why is this guy allowed to be in the worship band? And I, and I and personally, I'm struggling with that too. Why is a guy allowed to be on stage promoting Jesus when he's also publicly promoting a promiscuous, immoral lifestyle with his girlfriend who he's not even married to? I wrestle with that. And so for us as an organization, we will be morally pure. Well, we will try to be morally pure. We do that. Here's one way we do that, Dale. You know this. Every one of our full-time staff and board members is required to have covenant eyes on all of their smart devices. And the reason we do that is to guard our organization from the embarrassment of moral failure that we've seen so many other organizations have. So guys, that's what we believe. We, our vision is to see a growing army of men who are becoming their best version. Our mission is to inspire, equip, and mobilize men to transform their lives, the people they love, and communities they impact. And our core values are we are Christ-centered, we are biblically based, we are strategic partners, we are we believe in organizational integrity, and we are we believe in moral purity. And we believe, guys, that when a man gets it, everyone wins. Dale, what's next, man? Drive us home. Yeah, guys, now we want you to head on over to meninthearena.org and join our program. You can just click on that link when you get there. And while you're there, you can get your free copy of Jim's book, Tell Them What Great Fathers Tell Their Sons and Daughters. Until next time, fill the wet sand on the arena floor, hear the deafening roar of the crowd, taste the sweetness of victory, smell the stench of battle, get in the game, get dirty, grind it out, and be a man. 
You've been listening to the Men in the Arena podcast. If you hunger to be your best version, then join thousands of men from around the world in our Men in the Arena forum on Facebook. This is the best place to have open discussions around the topic of biblical manhood. Make sure to explore our website at menintheArena.org, sign up for the weekly equipping blast, and take advantage of our many free resources designed to help you become your best version of a man. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. Remember, when a man gets it, Everyone wins. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men for around the world and find out the type of dad you are.